0: Hello and welcome back to Quick Shanti, the place where we digest timeless wisdom one bite at a time. Today's topic is let it be. As a good reminder in mindfulness and meditation and generally in life, sometimes the most important thing to do is to let things be as they are and not try to force or rush them into a different state. Mindfulness is a gentle exploration, a way to cultivate presence, It's not something that we can force our way into. In fact, putting too much effort or force in mindfulness can actually hinder our experience. And more on that here in just a moment. But first, let's settle in with a little bit of awareness. You can gently soften your gaze or shut down your eyes here. Whatever is most comfortable for you today. Go ahead and do a quick body scan, head to toe, locating any points of tension or resistance. We typically find that in our forehead and our eyebrows, maybe your jaw, or your shoulders, or right in the center of your abdomen. Take a moment to inhale into that space and on the exhale, fully release any of that tension. And together we'll take one deep breath, slowly inhale through the nose here, and hold, and a big open mouth exhale, full release. Let's dive in. The timeless concept of let it be has been expressed through music, philosophy, and spiritual teachings across time. Paul McCartney wrote Let It Be when his mother, Mary McCartney, passed away. As we all know, it's a song about resilience in difficult times through the acts of acceptance and surrender. The Taoists have their own version of Letting It Be. It's called Wu Wei, the power of effortless action and going with the natural flow of life It encourages individuals to let go of excessive control. Lao Tzu once wrote, the Tao does nothing, and yet nothing is left undone. In Buddhism, letting it be is also called non-attachment, a fundamental teaching of Buddhist philosophy. It guides its practitioners to cultivate a mindset of detachment from the transient and ever-changing nature of the world. Now, these different expressions and teachings converge On the timeless wisdom of just letting things go, of letting things be, surrendering, simply being with the present moment. But amidst these various expressions and teachings, there's an intriguing paradox to be acknowledged. One of the greatest hindrances to mindfulness is the very effort we put into achieving it. But the thing is, mindfulness is not a conquest. It's not something to be achieved. It's a state of being, a gentle, compassionate awareness of the present moment and our intentions within it. We can't really force our way into being mindful. When we strive, or rather struggle, to control our state of mindfulness or achieve something within it, this is an attempt to manufacture an experience, but that's quite contradictory to mindfulness. Rather than an act of manufacturing, The practice of mindfulness is an act of surrendering. It's more of appealing away and simply being present with what is, like unclenching a tightly held fist. It requires a gentle release, allowing the natural flow of awareness to unfold without force or resistance. In this state of gentle surrender, mindfulness arises and we connect with the essence of being in harmony with the present moment. Now in my own practice, I've run into many experiences of this struggle, and I continue to do so. I'm sure you have too, you know, being caught up in the very familiar pattern of excessive effort and critical self-judgment, which both undermine the very purpose of mindfulness practices. Now, the first big struggle that I've come across that comes to mind is striving for perfection. You know, it's one thing to be deeply committed to practicing mindfulness. But if you're approaching it with a perfectionistic mindset, constantly pressuring yourself to achieve perfect mindfulness in every meditation or moment even, you'll most likely reach a breaking point. The relentless effort to be perfectly mindful actually becomes a barrier as it generates stress, self-criticism, and a sense of failure when you inevitably fall short. It's like being trapped in a cycle of striving, judgment, disappointment. Striving, judgment, disappointment. In this case, the striving for perfection hinders the ability to authentically experience mindfulness. And on top of this, the perfectionistic mindset can impair our ability to accept the entirety of our human experience. By fixating on an idealized version of mindfulness or how our state of mind should be, we inadvertently close ourselves off to the full spectrum of emotions thoughts, and experiences that naturally arise. We deny the other aspects of life, the more imperfect aspects of self, which make it nearly impossible to experience the wholeness of being human. Now the next big hindrance that I see is forcing relaxation. That in itself is an oxymoron. We're told and shown very often that meditation and mindfulness are techniques for inner peace and relaxation, which they totally can be. But those qualities are more byproducts of the practice than they should be considered goals. As appealing as it may seem to reach a perpetual state of bliss, <laughs> it would be denying the richness and wholeness and general reality of our human experience. Now, in the past, in my experiences, I've had periods where I can easily say yes, I was very forcefully trying to calm my mind, trying to calm myself. Um, And what that looks like is trying to control my external atmosphere. So having to have the perfect lighting and the correct incense. Internally, it's attempting to suppress every thought, every emotion or sensation that arises in a negative way, like trying to turn off the faucet completely. Now this amount of effort to achieve relaxation paradoxically creates tension and frustration. By forcefully trying to be relaxed, we miss the essence of mindfulness. Mindfulness meditation doesn't mean perfect silence or perfect conditions and bliss. It's being aware of what arises, the good, The bad, the ugly, it's making space for all of it and watching with compassion as those qualities pass by. One of the keys of mindfulness is letting it be. It's allowing thoughts and emotions to come and go without judgment, you know, truly respecting the mind and its functions. One of the mind's primary functions is thought production. Aldous Huxley once wrote The mind secretes thoughts like the liver secretes bile. Let them be. Allow them. It doesn't mean you have to feed thoughts and emotions or contents of the mind with attention, but you can allow it. Now, the third hindrance to mindfulness is overcomplicating techniques. There are so many mindfulness and meditation techniques and teachers. It's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And especially if you are really enthusiastic or if you like being studious, you really become overwhelmed by the sheer complexity of the practices available. There are times still where I try to acquaint myself with every technique that I can get my hands on, but I usually wind up leaping hastily from one method to another, searching for the perfect approach. And there's that word again, perfect. (laughs) When I overcomplicate techniques, it makes my practice convoluted and fragmented and really hard to sustain in the pursuit of finding the perfect techniques, we can lose sight of the simplicity and naturalness that lie at the heart of mindfulness and meditation. And finally, I saved what I think is the biggest hindrance for last, and that is attachment to outcome. This is the big daddy. I look in the mirror and address this on a daily basis. Mindfulness, peace, clarity, zen, these things, they're not pursuits to be achieved. It's really easy to become fixated on the desired outcomes, but it can make the practice really transactional. You know, what am I going to get in return for this? Now, there are many positive qualities that come with mindfulness, of course, but when we're focused on outcome, we're constantly evaluating our progress and judging and analyzing the effectiveness of the practice. By placing excessive emphasis on the end result, we become disconnected from the present moment. Just like that. Again, we're pulled out of the simplicity of the mindfulness practice. The true essence of mindfulness is non striving and embracing the present as it is. In this moment, when you practice being here now, there is nowhere to go, there is nothing coming, we're not waiting for something to happen. You've already arrived. As long as you're in the present moment, you are here. You are here as you are. Isn't it funny how our minds work, though? Even when we're trying to do something positive for our well being, it can quickly become an attachment, a striving, an anxiety to exert control, excessive effort, or to be perfect. It's a peculiar thing that we often approach this seemingly peaceful practice with the same mindset that perpetuates the majority of our struggles and suffering our conditioning and ingrained habits of seeking validation striving for perfection or constantly pursuing outcomes can seep into even the most well-intentioned endeavors mindfulness is a gentle exploration a way to cultivate presence a stripping away a peeling away a, a returning to simplicity but our minds instead like to latch onto it as the next goal to achieve or a means to measure our worthiness. We may find ourselves getting caught up in this familiar pattern of attachment and self-criticism, undermining the very purpose of mindfulness. But if we're being mindful here, (laughs) we'll curiously recognize this tendency of the mind and take a step back, try to approach our practices with a sense of lightness, reminding ourselves to let go of the rigid expectations, the need to control outcomes. Rather than exerting effort and control, we can cultivate an attitude of letting it be, gentle acceptance, and embracing the present moment as it unfolds. As a good reminder in mindfulness and meditation and generally in life, sometimes the most important thing to do is to let things be as they are, and not try to force or rush them into a different state. Imagine yourself in water. When you're moving around vigorously, you tend to stir up the mud or the sand beneath you, and it clouds the water, and you have a really hard time seeing around you. Whereas being still allows the water to become clear and transparent. Things settle, and we can see more vividly. When you let go, of the need to change or force a particular outcome or a certain state of mind, you may find greater clarity and understanding. Now, I'm not implying passivity or willing ignorance. Rather, it's really about recognizing the value of surrender, the value of letting it be, of acceptance, and allowing things to progress at their own pace. Now, speaking more generally about life, I think the decision of when to take action and when to let things be is subjective and context dependent. Though, what I found and what I think that Paul McCartney was saying and what the Taoists and the Buddhists are saying is that being still, letting things be, letting the water become clear is a way to find clarity and wisdom in the present moment. When we let things be, when we are still, when the water around us is clear, we can take the time and the space to employ wise discernment, to navigate through life, to navigate through complexities of being human. I'm going to end today's episode a little bit differently. I'm going to leave you with three minutes to practice letting it be. Only three minutes, that's it. I'm gonna be really quiet, just let you be in the present moment, simply allowing. In these three minutes, there is nothing you need to figure out, no stories you need to analyze. There's nothing to be waiting for. Nothing is going to happen next. It's just going to be you watching with curiosity, simply letting go of any judgments or stories that may come up. And as they pass by, you sink into compassion and gentle kindness to yourself. Three minutes, let it be, so hear the bells when the time is up. Thank you for joining today. As always, I'm extremely grateful to have you here listening. If you have any thoughts or questions or ideas, please share them. As always, I'll leave my information below in the description. Until next time, stay curious. Peace and love.